0: listening to Shade, the podcast where I chat to creatives and activists across disciplines who challenge ideas on race at a time when identity politics is at the forefront of our cultural landscapes. I'm Lou Mensah, writer and photographer, and I've always wondered why people create the work that they do. This week I chat with Serena Lees, who is the creator and curator of Georgian Diaspora. We had a quick Saturday night chat about the page, why she created it and what's missing from Black History Discourse. At the end of our chat, she recommends some brilliant culture, theory and history resources. So get your notepad ready and enjoy.
1: And so I just felt this impulse to um, share kind of beautiful images that I'd been brought up with. And it was almost like an antidote to this struggle I was seeing um, online when I was doing my research. I mean, I, all, these images just, they, they lift me up and they just mean a lot mm. to me. So, and I wanted to share that. And so I just decided to put it online and yeah, and I just can't mm. seem to let it go. It's, it, I kind of wanted a break. Um, I wanted a break from looking at discourse constantly.
0: Of some signposting to some black art history accounts and I don't know who it was someone's probably listening now and it was you so thank you so much but they recommended your page oh
1: amazing
0: and I went yeah and that's how I found you there's not many black history accounts out there so um I think yours is really special and I I just love it when an image of yours pops up and it's even more special because you don't post like manically daily you know just like all of a sudden an image will appear and I'm like oh yes thank god and my partner um he's like a history buff and I was showing him your page today and and he was like really excited to see some of the people that you had posted because they'd come up in some of his like reading for his history and um, yeah and he was like oh my god that person's popped up in that novel that I've just read about and now I've seen a picture of her I can't remember which one it was actually I'll find it and show you but he was like oh my god that's so interesting like I've I didn't imagine what she looked like and now there's a photo of her on this account so um so yeah so oh, that's great. Really that's
1: really good to hear. Actually, that's really good to yeah, hear. Yeah. it's like making them real as people. Yeah, and I'm just and I'm just sharing, you know, who they are because a lot of the time, it's hidden. You know, yeah, we don't exactly. know that in the mainstream. In the mainstream education, we don't know about some of these faces, and yeah, it's it that it we lose part of our history, and it makes us all poor. You mentioned that we don't learn about that and
0: I was thinking that so many creatives that I speak to they reference their childhood experiences um, and talk about them as an inspiration for the work that they do now, good or bad. So can we talk a little bit about how your early years and observations affect what you're doing now?
1: Right up until I was like seven years old I didn't really have an understanding of what black meant until my neighbor who i had been playing with, she's like three or four years old. And she turned around and asked me, why am I black and pointed to my skin? Mm -hmm. And I was kind of confused, Mm -hmm. but I always look back to that moment because I think it's interesting that she was four and I was seven and she already had an understanding um, of how to racialize me or for her to try and understand what black was. And I think that's kind of key, that she knew it years before even I could grasp it. Mm. I think that's Mm. interesting. And then my mother, she's, she's yes, she was a supplementary black arts teacher, black Ah. history teacher. So I always had books at at mum's at home. And they were just amazing. And I guess it made me feel, I almost feel lucky and greedy because I was able to have this like books and knowledge of things that I would never learn about at history at school because I loved history at school I loved it you know the the knights Mm. and the kings and the queens that's all really interesting but then I'd go home and Saturday school I would learn about loads of other history you know Marcus Garvey, C.L.R. James, Nanny Maroon Mary Seagull, I mean, I could just go on and on. The Kushites, Kemet. Do you know what? Saturday school has created the greatest minds. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I know time is hard. It must have been real was, hard at the time. It was. It was. a str- <laughs> It was. It was a yeah. bit of a struggle. We all had to go out and play. But yeah. now when I look back, you know, they they were key to kind of my mm-hmm. understanding of myself, you know, and I was privy to a complex and rich history that my peers weren't, my peers at school just, just weren't. That's so interesting, because I home educate my
0: daughter now. She's 10 years old, and um. Yes, I commend I you on that.
1: that, by the way. I think that's amazing. I always thank you. Yeah, think if, thanks. Yeah. You know, it was
0: all fine. She was at, you know, an outstanding rated school, and it was all perfect, and all the exam results were very high, and everything else, but it was very clear to me that so much was missing from the curriculum from their experiences as children of understanding the outside world not their own little bubble and i think that that is doing children a great disservice and um i didn't know anything about saturday school until until i started doing this podcast and i found out about it since but basically what i'm doing is a version of saturday school (laughs) but i'm doing it you know I'm doing it for now. And I know that part of what Saturday School was about was about teaching black history, but it was also the acknowledgement that there's so much institutional racial bias within the school system. I just took a step back and I just thought, I want to teach her a rich history that can empower her and enable her to critique the messages that she's getting from the outside world. But I'm thinking, okay, whenever she does go back into education at whatever point, she's going to be able to question and critique whatever the lecturer is telling her when they're saying, you know, this person um, ended slavery and this person (laughs) was the best, you know, artist or the best musician. And she's going to be able to think in her head, even if she's not confident enough to say it she's going to think that's bullshit because there's all these people
1: exactly that's exactly what she's gonna think because I always thought exactly the same and it's so Mm. funny because what really kind of um struck me when it was when I was doing my MA because we had like our first history lesson and they were saying like I remember the tutor clearly saying okay at junior school They lie to you about history. Then at um, high school, they tell you, they widen the history that they tell you, but not by much. And then at college, you can choose to know a little bit more, but they still close it down. But now you're in postgraduate education. Now you have the chance to shape what you learn and then mm-hmm. use that his, this is what this is what you're supposed to do this is a power that you can utilize in the future mm-hmm. and I thought okay mm-hmm. it just it really made me think and that's I suppose that definitely gave me the gumption to kind of uh, start Georgian diaspora and I know mm-hmm. it's in, it's like an Instagram but the, there there is so much I had so much information within me that wasn't getting out and and I just love it it's like it's for me I am so happy Mm. people enjoy it, but honestly, Mm. when I look at it, it just, it makes me...
0: Plenty of black artists and curators and commentators have objected to the trend at the moment from art galleries and dealers um, for purchasing work by black artists, but it mainly focuses on the struggle, you know, the pain. But one thing that I love about your account it does the opposite to that your focus is on the champions of everyday life
1: when you talk about black as well it's like black it's like we're an an amorphous you know but within that you know there's different type of people we're humans you know we're not just black. I mean I have to say when I put when I would be doing my research and I'd put black or slavery Mm. into google you can imagine Mm. you can imagine the Mm. images um Mm. you know of like the whipped peter you know the with um, mm-hmm. his back all slashed and um, mm. Blake's picture of the woman with her leg and her neck strung up on on a ship and you know just that was always seemed to be the images I would put in Black History in Instagram and I would follow some accounts and they were all pretty like aggressive and just kind of like just repeating the same images and Mm. saying never forget and and i just remember feeling inspired when i'd looked at my mum's old books and see the images within them you know Mm. and i wanted to kind of like counteract what was already out there because you know and i think as a black community we need to you know reach out and explore ourselves and not be told And, of course, Mm. you know, there are things that need to be addressed, of course, in history that were wrong. But also, Mm. we have such a strong, long and beautiful history. And Mm. that's what I'm interested in exploring. That's where my point of view is at, you know, and Mm. I do that for my own pride. Mm. So when I put together my posters, you know, I just... It does. It brings me joy when I when I see these images, and they're people just like me.
0: And your images span um, from the early 18th century through to the early 20th century. I've been looking through your your feed. What characters have stayed with you?
1: Queen Charlotte, um, George III. Mm-hmm wife I know it's ambiguous people talk about her race but Thomas Jefferson had a relationship with his 14 year old slave he was with her for years and he never actually let her go they had uh, plenty Uh of kids yes yes yes, yeah and she actually had a room in the White House but I mean things like that I know it's kind of shocking but I think it's important to you know not let the person Sally Hemmings and her children her descendants be lost because of the abhorrent things that happened because you know mm. they're people and there's so many stories mm. like that I mean I'm I look into the plusage in right. New Orleans they had balls which were had mm. uh there were quadroon balls so they would have mm. mixed oh. children yes um Creole women's children and they would have balls where white men would come and they would um, form relationships and they would be looked after and it's, it has to be looked at rather than hidden in order for us to get over it if you understand what I mean.
0: You know the common quote is that we have to understand our history to understand ourselves now.
1: Exactly, it needs to change and black history should be part of the history lesson and it shouldn't be just for Black History Month or, you know, or just about slavery. Because I remember being in the class when they were talking about slavery and, you know, that's quite a wild um, lesson. I mean, Mm. there is so much, there is no reason why it shouldn't be part of uh, the curriculum unless, you know, it's what we suspect is that it's deliberately not looked at.
0: What do you feel about the focus on Black History for Black history month do you think it's enough
1: absolutely absolutely not I mean black history month (laughs) for me is every single day every waking moment so Mm -hmm. but I do understand in the context of living in this country as I say living born this is my country um -hmm. I'm only assigned or the black community is assigned a month you know that's Mm -hmm. how it is so but I guess mm. we have to kind of utilise whatever we can in order to to speak. And that's why, for our voices to be heard, but that's why, like, Instagram, you know, social media is really important. And just the community and meeting people like you is, um, mm. I think it's so important that we're mm. building our own community and collective of kind of what we find interesting and what we want to yeah. tell each other about our own histories. And I understand you saying about looking into your past cuz I'm uh, from Jamaican descent and mm. we've got white um, Scottish Chinese mm. also <laughs> I'm a, the, you know I'm every person we're all every people so you know just having one sided history it makes history poor when it is yes. so varied and so vast just like mm. us all so
0: to end I'd love to hear your recommendations for resources for the listeners but also for myself um who'd like to explore black art history further do you have any favorite instagram accounts resources just anything you really enjoy that you think that people listening might also enjoy
1: oh i really like um legacy brothers that's really good um know your caribbean Mm. i also enjoy oh fiona Yes well, she's, amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she's really good. She's really good. And then um and there's there's quite a few and just following them you'll find more, I guess. Awesome. Just looking at books um there's Styling My DNA, The Birth of Cool by Carol Tollek. Yeah, The Art of Being Black by Claire mm-hmm. Alexander. I use that with my for my um dissertation. The Struggle for Black Arts in Britain by Kwesi Uso.
0: this is awesome! I'm going I to write them got... all down when I edit. <laughs> um, and then a
1: read. Red... <laughs> <laughs> and then a really good one was um, on the sleeve of the visual "Race as Face Value" by Alessandra mm. Renego. That's really good. Um, yeah. And then just like theorists, also because I think as much as you like art or or a lover of black mm. art, I think it's really important to have um like a full view of culture and cultural theorists like Stuart Hall any Bell Hooks yeah. books Franz Fernand and W.E.B. Yeah. E. Dubois I mean they're like yeah. you know stalwarts so I think they're really important as well just to kind of back up the foundation
0: thank you Serena I, like, I'm
1: googling like um <laughs> what was it called
0: on the sleeve of the visual oh my god yes yes it looks yes.
1: awesome yeah i i found that and i was like wow okay so i used that for my dissertation it's good it's a good read it looks wicked i better stop watching so much netflix <laughs> i better
0: stop do you know what by the time i've like taken the dog out cleaned up after dinner put my daughter to bed i'm like oh yeah I've got this book I can't wait and then like oh shit I think it just might be a Kardashian it's
1: no, terrible I'm no I'm the same honestly yes. I like I'm a Kardashian yeah I, I I do like the Kardashian just kind of so that you don't have to think I'm Kardashian <laughs> and proud I, <laughs> yeah yeah cut this piece out but I yeah, but I am too
0: I'll admit to it. (laughs) Shall I just keep the serious bits in? We won't like let our cover down.